Welcome to Discover Indie Film. I'm your host, Jeff Howard, and I've got Christine Salozzi with me. Hey, Christine. Hello. All right. So we just had a wonderful interview. Christine was the writer, director, and lead actor of the film, My Friend, The Plants. And the podcast before this one, if you listen to it, is a wonderful interview where you get to hear all about that film and Christine and her upbringing and her career and and what got her into this uh, crazy... I won't call it crazy Hollywood shuffle, but but the life of a creative is never easy. So that's one of the inspirations for the podcast is to give people a chance to talk about these creative pursuits because I uh, talk about a thankless pursuit sometimes, right? Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I will add before we jump into this, this is a four questions episode, which means Christine will be answering the Discover Indie Film Four Questions, which are three favorite films, a film that's underrated, a film that's overrated, and a lesser known film that people should seek out. Before we jump into that, I'm going to mention that Christine's film, My Friends of the Plants, you can watch it right now. Just, just watch it on a little thing called High TV. Editor's note, every time I say High TV, I should have actually said TV High. The service has been rebranded. It is called TV High, as in watchtvhigh.com, T-V-H-I. And you can learn more about it on social media if you go to at watchtvhigh. And that's always T-V-H-I. Back to the podcast. If you go to the website watchhightv.com, it's actually a smart TV app that we made that actually it was my fucking idea. I can curse. <laughs> so... Hi TV is a streaming service and smart TV app where all the content is absolutely wonderful and it's even better to watch if you want. If you can do it responsibly, you watch it high and that's why we're called High TV because where I live, marijuana is completely legal if you're over 21 and uh, I watch 1500 films a year for these two festivals I program and sometimes I watch these films and I go, that was good. But I really want to watch it high someday. And that inspired this whole high TV thing. So anyway, watch my friends, the plants, please. And now I'm just going to completely shift gears and let Christine Salozzi just answer those four questions. So I assume you want to start with some favorites. Yeah, let's do it. Um, Okay, so my first favorite is Little Miss Sunshine. My second is... Wonderful. It's such a good movie. Uh, Captain Fantastic. And then I have a tie for third. Um, So it's tied between Swiss Army Man and Hunt for the Wilder People. Oh, my God. By the way, Captain Fantastic. Oh, my brain. That's the one with Vigo, right? Oh, that movie's remarkable. It's so good. By the way, you can just stick with the four. We'll we'll keep in Swiss Army Man and Hunt for the Wilder. By the way, Hunt for the Wilder People is totally one one of mine. I I just think that film is so perfect. Right? It's so good. Those are four four wonderful and fairly recent ones. Although I guess it's funny, Little Miss Sunshine isn't recent at all, is it? It's like a decade ago. Yeah, it feels recent though. Like. I don't know. It had had a different kind of vibe to it when it came out. And I really appreciated that. Um, And I also just really love family, dark comedy, 
or, you know, dysfunctional comedy. I was going to say there, I can totally see the thread in films you love and, and some of your favorites. And it ties into the aesthetic that you have in my friends, the plants that, uh, that life is about the laughter and the sadness and the closeness and the sweetness. Yeah. Cause all those films really have everything. They do. They really do. And uh, why they don't just name an award after Sam Neill, I don't know. I think Sam Neill and Hunt for the Wilder People. So he's just good. A, just a giant. He's just amazing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. So good. Well, excellent choices. And I guess we can move on to the next one, unless you want to add anything about any of those. Um, I don't. I think they'll kind of speak for themselves. I think for sure, all really for cool. sure. And I got to say, I like your indie aesthetic because I think all four films are, they're certainly not small films, but they're right. not like Hollywood studio tentpole type films. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They have a lot of heart. So much heart. And that's, yeah. and they're exactly the kind of stories that get fucked up in that studio system where you have a, a, mm-hmm. Uh, a panel of, of executives saying, how can we maximize the profits on this project? Exactly. And then they say, well, first of all, let's move it out of New Zealand. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yes. (laughs) All right. Well, question two is a film that's underrated. Um, so this is a film I feel is underrated in the United States. It's called thirst. Um, I think the cinematography in that film is absolutely stunning. Uh, and I think anybody who's looking for cinematography references should totally watch Thirst. Well, I don't know Thirst. Is it is it is it from overseas or is it Yeah, it's a Korean film. Um, oh, Korean. Are you are you into the Korean cinema? Uh Yes. I mean, I do love Bong Joon-ho and all of his work. He's one of my favorite directors. Um, this film, funny enough, is about vampires. Uh, I don't want to give away too much, but I highly recommend watching it. I appreciate that. I, I The only reason I ask if you're into the Korean cinema thing is besides, you know, the obvious reasons why I, I just, on the podcast, I'm noticing that, you know, your generation is way more tuned into it. Like it, it came, it came the, the discovery, the, the discovery of us closed minded Americans of the Korean arts came too late for me. <laughs> I get it. The access to those films, you know, it, it changed within the past decade, it changed with the internet. And so I feel like we, you know, we do have a lot more access to foreign film and, I feel like a lot of people were enjoying that because like you said, it's not the studio grade, uh, you know, how do we make millions of dollars off of this? Like a lot of foreign film is indie filmmaking and really beautiful storytelling. Yeah, they do seem, there does seem to be a, a bit more emphasis and, and respect for the arts mm-hmm. for sure. I will. Excellent. I'm, I'm glad to, I'm glad to learn about thirst. All right, well, question number three is a fun one. I'm rubbing my hands together for overrated. I have two. Um, The Joker was very overrated for me. Which one? The Joker. Oh, The Joker, sure. I just, um, 
I think it would have been a great film if it wasn't based off the Joker. And I know a lot of people are saying, you know, fan theory is that this person inspired the true Joker. But when you have a Joker origin story, you imagine it's going to be about the Joker. And, you know, he's this very uh, evil, but genius man. He has to be on the same, you know, um, intelligence. He's a, he has to be of the same intelligence as Batman. And, you know, the Joker and Jokers, he's not a very smart man. Um, he's not somebody I could see going toe-to-toe with Batman. And so I felt a little let down by that. I agree. And, and, and also underrated, by the way, doesn't mean, I'm sorry, overrated doesn't mean it's a bad film per se. It just means that it, it got nominated for Best Picture and yeah. everyone, I think everyone just got, I mean, obviously Joaquin Phoenix gave an amazing performance, but the film itself and the story it's telling, it's not, Yeah, it's, it's a good movie. It's really good. Yeah. yeah. But it's just not the joke. It's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't sounds like you have a little, I, I like your, your Batman references because <laughs> I was I I have many friends who are big big comic book people and 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 take the take what's happened to the DC universe on film very seriously. Yeah, I do not blame them. I'm not going to get started. Absolutely sad. not not worth going there. But yeah, the Joker okay. did not fix things. No, no, it did not. Um, my second overrated film was The Green Knight. And, you know, cinematically, it's beautiful. But story-wise, I just feel like it was a flop. You know, I didn't care for the story as much as I thought I would. And the trailer was so incredible and so beautiful. And so I really, you know, I, I had high hopes for it. But I just felt like the story fell so flat. And it was sad. All right, just in case, because my my uh, the Zoom failed me for a second there. When you said the title, oh, yeah. it kind of fuzzed it. Oh, The Green Knight. The? Green Knight. The Green Knight? Yeah. Oh, I don't know that. It's an A24 film. Gotcha. Uh, with uh, Dev Patel. And Alicia Vikander's in it as well. And she gives this incredible, beautiful, it's, you know, one of the most incredible monologues I've ever watched. Um, she does such a fantastic job with it. But like I said, story-wise, it wasn't for me. Gotcha. Excellent. Sorry to make you say the title three or four times. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> Excellent. And it's it's an eight, and it's funny. I've had people on the podcast tell me, a24 used to be like their jam and like it's they don't care for the way it's turned i just feel like oh i'm gonna get in so much trouble for this i feel like when i watch a24 films or when i watch a trailer and i really like it as soon as i see that it's a24 i'm like story's not gonna be it's not gonna be there um you know it comes at night i was so excited for and you know, I love Joel Edgerton. I think he's such a fantastic, phenomenal actor. And then I just felt like the story, I was like, what even happened here? I don't understand. You know, it's never fully fledged. Uh, 
I I don't think you're alone. I don't think you'll get I don't think you'll get beat up for that one. <laughs> it's gonna come back around. <laughs> yeah. And uh all right. Well, last question is a lesser known film for people to seek out. I don't know if this is a lesser known film, but it's a fantastic film that came out this past year. It's called The Outfit. It stars Mark Rylance. And uh I, I feel like it's a really fantastic film for indie filmmakers to watch because it's a very contained story and the story is so well done and Mark Rylance is fantastic in it. And uh, I just, you know, if you're looking for inspiration in regards to making a contained film, that right there is just really, really top notch. Excellent. Yeah. Rylance is just. He's a I powerhouse. Mean, he really is. He really is. And yeah, okay, I haven't seen that, so I absolutely would consider that a lesser known to seek out. Yeah, he's he's really good in it. And just the story overall is really good. Excellent, excellent. All right. Well, there we go. See, the four questions episodes are always nice and quick. <laughs> Do you want to, uh, now that you've shared that, you want to give out your Instagram and website and stuff? Yeah, for sure. Um, so my Instagram handle is at Christine Salazi. And my website is www.christinesalazi.com. Excellent. And those will be clickable links. Salazi is C-E-L-O-Z-Z-I. Christine. If someone doesn't know how to spell Christine, I don't know what their problem is. <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> I guess so. Some people want to use a K, maybe. Uh, yeah, not me. <laughs> no, no, no. I had a very, very good friend from high school. She tried changing it to an X to be more Greek. Oh. Mm-hmm. I did that in high school, too. But I, like, referred to myself as X-teen. I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. Wonderful. I got one great... One last great revelation out of you there. Yes, you did. You did. We're learning so much tonight. That was that was my goal for the night was like to close <laughs> on on some completely useless fact. Okay, so <laughs> sixteen, <laughs> but also one that you don't regret sharing. No, no, I don't. All right. Well, like I said, Christine's links will be clickable in the show notes for the podcast, and now I will get us out of here by naming a bunch of websites and social media handles. We mentioned that Christine's film, My Friends the Plants, is on high TV. That is a streaming service slash smart TV app that you can get. I do recommend, by the way, it's $4.20 a month if you go to watchhightv.com and sign up. It's $4.99 a month if you get it through uh, an app store, like whether it's Roku or Amazon or Apple or Android, they don't they don't allow you to charge $4.20. They're saying you either gotta be $3.99 or $4.99. So it's $4.99 if you get it through them. And it's only the magical number 4.20 if you get it through watchhitv.com. And that's W-A-T-C-H-H-I-T-V.com. There we go. I sound like an FM DJ. And uh <laughs> And that is just, a, like I said, it's a streaming service with just great films that are also wonderful to watch and wonderful to watch if you happen to be 
responsibly high. Just only get high if you're responsible. I got friends in recovery. Drugs aren't a joke. But I'm very happy that I don't have a problem with them. <laughs> All right. So anyway, uh, one of these days I'm going to like, I'm going to totally regret my my flippancy. But anyway, so no. that's uh, 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 so that's the story with High TV. And you can watch My Friends the Plants on it. And then this podcast is the Discover Indie Film Podcast. You can learn about it if you go to discoverindiefilm.com. And it's at DIF Wins on social media. It also, if you love indie films, and Christine just named a bunch of great ones, uh, there's also a TV series that was born out of the podcast. If you go to Amazon Prime Video and you search for Discover Indie Film, uh, there's some wonderful stuff from the festival circuit to check out there. Talk about the festival circuit. Christine won awards at the Sherman Oaks Film Festival and Film Invasion Los Angeles. If you want to learn about those, uh, Sherman Oaks Film Festival is every November, and you can learn about it at ShermanOaksFF.com, and it's at ShermanOaksFF on social media, and it's and it's uh, baby sister. Actually, they're the same age, but but uh, somehow Sherman Oaks outgrew Film Invasion, but I won't let it go. So. Film Invasion Los Angeles is every June, and you can learn about it if you go to filminvasionla.com, and it's at Film Invasion LA on social media. And I don't think I have to ramble off at anything else. I think we're good. Awesome. Christine, thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's wonderful. A wonderful and, night. Yeah, and thank you for being uh, persistent. I think we had to, I think we might have rescheduled more than once, but I appreciate you sticking with it. Absolutely. I wouldn't miss this. Mm-mm. You're too kind. <laughs> you are too kind. You might be funny and have a dark sense of humor, but you're you're incredibly kind. Thank you. All right. And with that, I will thank everyone for listening.